Welcome. You're tuned in to the Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time. Tech Time Podcast. Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time and I are podcast. Hello again. I am back like I promised. Uh, it's your boy King Ramsey, aka Ty, Tech Time Podcast. Today, no fee, scheduling conflict, but in the interim, I brought in a special guest, uh, definitely a friend to the podcast, friend to me in real life. Uh, some may consider him my big brother. We're going to don him with the, with the title CEO, uh, <laughs> resident vegan, plant, friend to the plants, friend to the animals. <laughs> I, I guess he's not a friend to the plants because he's eating them. <laughs> We got my boy Chad uh, representing T.O. Microgreens here. Round of applause for him, please. What up, what up, what up? Chad, thank you for uh, taking time in your busy CEO life to come down and break bread with us. Mm, Though we're not really breaking anything but agua. (laughs) Uh, But yes, thanks for coming on. Introduce yourself to the people, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. So my name's Chad Williams. I'm, uh, I guess you could say I'm the CEO of Toronto Microgreens, like Ty just said here. Um, met Ty in university, I don't know, about 10 years ago now. Yeah, 10, 12, something some like that. Some shit like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Toronto Microgreens, I started the company during the pandemic, and uh, it's kind of starting to get legs right now, so Ty asked me to come through. Yes. So I'm here. Appreciate you. So... I'm sure the question on everyone's mind right now is, what the fuck is a microgreen? (laughs) So could you could you explain to the people who are not hip to it uh, exactly what a microgreen is? All right, for sure. So a microgreen is pretty simple. It's just like the young version of a full grown edible vegetable. So like you eat broccoli, there's broccoli microgreens. You eat uh, arugula. There's arugula microgreens. And like the scientific way of defining that it's a microgreen is it's a sprout that has grown just before the formation of the true leaf. True leaf is just like, I don't know, the main, like the real leaf of the plant. Uh-huh. So a microgreen will have like two, maybe three um, baby leaves, pretty okay. much. And then the true leaf will form from those and the baby leaves will fall off. So microgreen is before that true leaf comes, and those baby leaves are still there. So these are the eggs of vegetables. I mean, that'd be the seed. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the infant. Ah. Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to make it weird for you guys, but okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So why why microgreens? Like, what what kind of inspired this, uh, this transformation? And like, and during the pandemic, too, like when everyone was kind of, you know, just, just give us a background of what this, like, what this, what's the story behind all this, man? Um, the pandemic actually had a lot to do with it. So um, there's kind of two, two converging reasons or like things that happened that sparked this. So basically, uh, me and my wife, fiance at the time, we just got our first house, which was a condo, and we had like a small little deck area. So we started like, you know, putting some plants in there to like pretty it up a little bit. And then 
that kind of got Steph, my wife, a little little plant crazy. Mm-hmm. So Ty knows the, the house kind of became a mini forest. Yes, it was a <laughs> jungle. And um, I realized I don't really care about plants. I don't I don't care about plants if I can't eat them. I didn't care about watering them. I didn't. I mean, they're cool to look at. I knew the health benefits of having plants in your house, but they didn't really do it for me. So I decided to like start getting some edible plants. So we planted like peppers, tomatoes, mm-hmm. a few other things. A little urban garden life. A little, a little urban garden outside in a little patio deck. And after three months and you can't see, but like a small amount of harvest, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> you put all this effort in, you look at it grow for months, you get like four peppers. You got a decent amount of tomatoes, but yeah. like, yeah, wasn't all that. For the issue. amount of effort, it was not worth it. No, no. So that got me just casually like looking up higher yielding things that you can plant. Right. I discovered microgreens and I happened to actually have, and I fully forgot, I had like a starter kit for pea shoots, which are microgreens. Mm-hmm. And I got it from like my work months before. So I tested it out, tested it out, grew it, ate it. It was cool. It worked. This is interesting. It was was fun. It was kind of like a little science experiment. Right. And then um, the second thing is the pandemic as well caused, you know, like everyone's home. Yeah. Everyone's home all day. Didn't have much to do. So I had time. So I had time to look into all this. I ended up... uh, going down like a little YouTube rabbit hole, ah. finding out like other people who started making this, this guy went to YouTube University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Graduate. <laughs> other people who started uh, microgreen businesses like in the States and stuff like that. And uh, just seeing what they're doing. And I'm like, you know what, let me, let me do this as a little side project, a little thing on the side to like keep me entertained while I'm right. at home. While you're not coding. Yeah, He yeah. codes, by the way. Yeah, software developer. Software developer. Um, so then... Uh, yeah, I found out it was kind of cheap to get started. So I think I invested maybe like a thousand, a little bit more than a thousand dollars. Got like the seeds, the soil, the equipment, the racks, everything to like grow everything in. And just started kind of growing, trial and error, using different seeds. And that's how, that's how okay. it started. Yeah. Nice. And now we're here today, TO Microgreens. Yeah. Realized it could become a legit business. Dope. Uh, so, like, what, what, uh, what kind of different different products you got? Because I know it's not you're not just growing one one type of seedling. You got, got a few. You got a few different uh, variations. Yeah, yeah. With, like so, different flavors and all that all that good stuff. I uh, again in the research in the YouTube rabbit hole in the Google rabbit hole, I uh, was kind of looking into good starter options, but also things that tasted good, things that were healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided on four main ones to start. I, we grow others, but there's four main ones that are on our website right now that you can easily get. It's micro broccoli, micro radish, pea shoots, and sunflower shoots. Um, and break them down a little bit. Sunflower shoots, probably the tastiest. They're uh, surprising. Like you wouldn't think you eat a sunflower, but sunflower shoots are pretty tasty and pretty what, high in protein. What kinds of what kind of flavor? can people expect from that one is it more of like a sweeter savory it's a it's an interesting one it's kind of like a slight nutty slightly sweet flavor okay and very crunchy it's one of the bigger ones so Mm -hmm. 
that on its own can go into like a sandwich and like you will still have a noticeable crunch just from like four or five little sunflower shoots. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's really good. Uh, pea shoots, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, high in protein. They're a little bit bigger. They have a kind of funny to say, but like a slight pea taste, you know, pea shoots. Um, but they're a bit more mild. Okay. Uh, then radish. That's the interesting one. It's it's pretty spicy. Yeah. Like a different kind of spice, almost like a wasabi kind of spice. Right. Uh, so that one is uh, good in sandwiches, good to top on salads and stuff like that to give it a really different taste. People like, it's kind of like a love-hate thing with that one. Yeah. But it mixes well with things. So by itself, if you eat a lot, it's, it's kind of weird. a lot. Yeah. yeah. But if you uh, pair it well, yeah, kind of like a good wine. Yeah. And it's surprising because like, if you have a handful of radish, you're gonna feel it. Like it's, again, it's a weird feeling. It's not like a regular spice, but you're gonna feel it. Right. That exact same amount mixed with like a curry or something like that, you won't really notice it. You mm-hmm. get like a little hint of the flavor, but you won't have that like strong rack your throat yeah. reaction. And then uh, then we got broccoli. So broccoli is I'd say like the the king of microgreens in terms of nutrition. Right. So it's considered the healthiest. Uh, a stat you'll see a lot if you look it up is that it's up to 40 times more nutrient dense than it's like full grown broccoli kind of actual broccoli yeah, yeah yeah someone told me broccoli was like a fake vegetable it technically is it's it's a result of not genetic modification but like breeding oh, breeding okay. so like if we can get into it a little bit uh yeah please because i was like that kind of blew my mind and it's kind of <laughs> great that you're here to talk about this because yeah. i didn't do any research after that i just heard it, i was like that doesn't. I don't know if that's real or not. It's not. It's not fake. But there's most of the vegetables we eat now aren't the ones that were like wild before. Right. So I can't remember the name of the actual initial, you know, variety of vegetable, whatever. Mm-hmm. But brassicas, I believe they're called, are a type or like a family of vegetable, and that's like broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, kohlrabi. Few other things. Abby. Yeah, let's look it up. It's a thing. <laughs> um, so all those are types of brassicas, and okay. brassicas come from one wild variety of vegetable. Forget what it's called. And so each of them kind of come from a different part. So broccoli, you'll think it's weird when I say it, but if you actually look at it, it's the flower. Huh. The broccoli is the flower of that vegetable, and then they just kind of bred it to now become broccoli. But what we eat, it's basically the flower. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's not a fake vegetable. It's just kind of like a bread to be what it is vegetable. Okay. Yeah. My boy Chad coming with the knowledge. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you talked about what you do. You talked about what microgreens are. Yeah. Uh, the advantages of eating microgreens. Right. Well, I, I will say also they're uh, it's kind of considered like the nature's multivitamin. Ah. So. In general, all microgreens are a lot more nutrient dense than their full grown counterpart. Okay. So, is there a reason why that is? It's kind of simple as like the seed itself has all the initial nutrients to like create a plant, right? Right. The initial bit. So, obviously, it gets some from the soil and from the mm-hmm. sun, but a lot of that is in the seed. So, if you think of like the size of a full grown broccoli compared to the size of a microgreen, which is maybe, I don't know, an inch, two inches tall, two inches mm-hmm. long, and like, 
the weight is nothing in comparison. Right. All those nutrients are compact. Okay. So So it's just concentrated vitamins and nutrients. Yeah. So you can get like a lot more vitamins and nutrients in like a handful of micro broccoli than one full of broccoli. Yeah. It's a little cheat code. Yeah, it's an easy way. Like, eat less greens, get more nutrients. You hate greens. Yeah, so all you people that hate fucking vegetables, first of all, grow the fuck up. <laughs> We're adults. Unless you're a kid listening, in which case, I don't know what your parents are doing, but they're either doing a really good job or a terrible job because you should not be listening to this to this podcast <laughs> just yet. Um, but yeah, uh, if you don't want to have your greens, you can get them in, in the form of microgreens. And still get all them nutrient goodnesses. Yep, yep. And they taste better too. Yeah, I've actually I've sampled a lot of a lot of the radish one. That's like the pink. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like pinkish green. Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely has a very interesting taste. I've never actually had a radish in real life. Yeah. I think I might have had I might have had yeah. horseradish before. Have you ever seen like? In I don't think I've seen a radish before, bro. So like a lot of plates, you'll see like, it's like a, it almost looks like a sliced apple. It's like red and like white on the inside. Huh. It's like this big. So then, yes, I have seen a I radish knew, in real life. I knew you, yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, I've never seen, I'm like, yo, I've never seen this vegetable. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely have seen this I vegetable. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I've never had radish before. And then like, I found out what it was. I'm like, oh, I've eaten that many times. Yeah, yeah. okay. Radish, you've tricked your way into my stomach. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um... So, most important, what service, well, obviously you sell microgreens, but, like, what service do you bring to the people? Like, are you uh, just, can I just call you, like, boop, boop, yo, Chad, I need some microgreens. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you deliver? Do you send it out? What Like, what do you guys offer? All right, for sure. Um, so, on the website right now, initially we had only a subscription service. So people could subscribe to whatever microgreen they wanted, mm-hmm. and then they would get that on a weekly basis. Okay. So they, you know, they didn't have to worry about like re-upping on the microgreens. Right. Recently, we introduced like a single purchase microgreen, so you mm-hmm. can just buy one time. You don't have to do a subscription. Um, and the main thing we do is we deliver. So we GTA only or outside GTA. Currently GTA only. Okay. So yeah, you guys, you bums in like <laughs> peel and. Peel's considered GTA, yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yo, don't be hauling peel, bro. What are you doing? I know it's where you're from. <laughs> uh, but like, you guys out out of where? Barry, Barry. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait or you know come closer. Yeah. To get this microgreeny goodness. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you, do you want to give people your prices? Do you have your prices offhand? Yeah. yeah. In terms of uh, what you charge per per package? Oh, you should also talk about the packaging because you you, we, you did say something very interesting about that. It's, uh, but I'm going to fuck it up. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. let you take that over. Uh, yeah. So first, in terms of pricing, uh, every single purchase, uh, one we have right now, they range in weights because the microgreens are different sizes. Right. So in one container... A different weight will hold, mm-hmm. uh, but they're all six dollars. And for the subscription, it's all a bit cheaper, so that'll be five dollars for any individual one. Mm-hmm. And then we have on our subscription, we have the rainbow mix also, which is just a mix of all four of the varieties, much right. bigger. And that's twenty dollars, and that's pretty much more so for like a full family for the week. Okay. 
Uh, so it go, comes with four packages or four? Every, it's or like one big one package. Big con- everything and then like, in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, so we uh, – the main thing about us is that we – so we harvest on Wednesday. Right. And we deliver on Wednesday. Right. So if you buy from us, you get your microgreens literally the day that they were cut. Ah. So it's the freshest possible vegetables you've probably ever eaten unless you grew them yourself or you're a farmer or something. Yeah. Yes. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, oh, yeah. And in terms of the packaging, it's uh, so for the single use packages, we didn't, we, we have like an environmental focus. So we didn't want to use a lot of single use plastics. That's why we started with the subscription first. Mm-hmm. So we use reusable packages and then we sanitize them, wash them each week, and then swap them. Uh, but for the single use packages that we started now, they're not actually plastic. Right. Even though they look like plastic, they're plant based. So, not sure of the exact Science. process of it, but the materials in it, 100% plant-based, so it can be composted. Boom. Yeah. A CEO that's not looking out just for his pockets. <laughs> he's, a, he's a man of the people, a man of the future, a man of the earth. Chad Williams. Yep. Uh, that was my endorsement for Chad for prime minister. <laughs> Maybe 10 10 to 15 years down the line. That's definitely not going to happen. Probably not, <laughs> but you know, who knows? It might be what the people need, man. True, true. It might be what the people need. Mm-hmm. Heavy is the head. <laughs> Heavy is the head. Right. Uh, shit, man. We have, we've talked about everything. Oh, shit, no, we have not. Where can they find you? Ah, yes. That's the most important thing. I almost, I almost got all this information <laughs> out of you and didn't, Yet the most important thing is where can the people go to find about your product and, you know, do some more searching and look at all the microgreeny goodness and all the different. Yo, I'll be watching you, your your stories and mm. your and your page, bro. And a lot of this shit look good as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'll be doing some shit. And I'm like, damn, these guys be doing some shit over there. That's nah, nice. It's nice. Yeah, you really upgrade your cooking when you add a little microgreens. Garnish. Yeah. Like and a footnote, like. Microgreens are initially are kind of more so in like the fine dining experience, so they use that to like garnish their plates mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's where like most people know about microgreens, and that's why a lot of people don't know about microgreens because we're not we're not we're eating, not up there. Yeah, we're not eating posh restaurants. We're not at Michelin star restaurants. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to up, up you know up your cooking game, up your yeah. plating game, up your nutrition, microgreens, fellas, he's talking to you, man. <laughs> So yeah, you can you can find us at a uh, simple Toronto Microgreens.ca, exactly how it sounds, and our Instagram is T O, so the letters T O Microgreens, mm-hmm. and uh, email you can either get me directly at Chad at Toronto Microgreens.ca or the company itself Toronto Microgreens at Outlook.com. So yes, we will make sure that's all in the description so that anybody that is driving and trying to get all this down please just focus on the road (laughs) um but yeah man it's it's great to see uh that you're having success i noticed that you um the other day who was it that like shared your shit it was like some blog in toronto like some like big blog Mm. toronto blog and i was just like damn my man is out here for real for real and like i was gonna have you on the show before but then I was like, yo, I got to get him. I got to get him now because this man is is striking while the iron's hot. It's crazy. 
so could you get into um, what is like what kind of work you're doing to to appeal to like a bunch of these different partners and like mm-hmm. what what the process is? So, so for people that are either starting or trying to figure out how to do their thing, they know can like kind of have a game plan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely like the snowball effect is kind of starting to happen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I was even telling you a bit earlier, um, someone that I tried to partner with maybe a month, two months ago, right? Uh, they um, never got back to me or they didn't see the message or whatever. And then out of the blue, they cold called, not cold called, they messaged on Instagram, me. Um, and it's kind of funny because like I was trying to get this person, they kind of ignored me. And now here. they're trying to contact me. Yeah. Long story short, they have an order for next week. So, right. and they're uh, they're a chef, so they're doing like a styled photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to like before you're chasing people now, like now slowly people are, people are coming, people are coming to, to, you. to you. That's dope. Yeah. Last last week, I won't I won't say who it is, but there was even a, a franchise that kind of like emailed us. Right. Just kind of like as an inquiry, they wanted to talk and have a call. So uh, we're gonna try and set up a. A phone call with them just to kind of see like where their heads at what they kind of want hopefully we can supply them we'll see if it's anything less or more than that um but yeah that was that was pretty pretty interesting too that's dope man that's dope yeah but um in terms of like how we got here um there's a lot a lot of one i know it's a lot of work <laughs> it's it's work so people that yo this is this is there's a trend nowadays where everyone is shitting on the nine to five, mm. right? Where they're like, yeah, if you work a nine to five, you're a bum. Da 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 da. Bro, let me <laughs> tell you something. You better appreciate your nine to five, bro, because oh. your nine to five is gonna pay you whether you're shit at your job <laughs> or you're not. Facts. So this this shit here is not for the faint of heart. You like you gotta show up every fucking day. And give your best effort, whether you want to or not. I saw and that's the only way shit gets done. I saw a great quote about that. Someone said, um, "A lot of people are rushing uh, to quit their job so they don't have to work a nine to five or four, whatever." And they're saying people are working like twenty four seven, three sixty five, yeah, so that they don't have to work forty hours. Yeah, you guys five are, days a week. You guys are crazy <laughs> because the thing is, we look at. We look at the lifestyle, and especially because like the social media era that we're in, everything's a highlight reel, right? So mm. you see someone with a Lambo posted up, and they're like, you know, I've, I worked my whole life. To, they have like some kind of like clever caption. It's probably a Drake quote or something, or yeah. some type of Rick Ross Drake combination quote. And you're like, oh shit, pop pop, double tap. <laughs> I like that. And then that, like, the algorithm starts feeding you more shit like mm-hmm. that. So you're like, yo. And another thing, too, like, like, fuck this job. If you think about it, like, in terms of, like, business business uh, Instagram posts or YouTube posts or whatever, yeah. like, what do you logically think is the ones that do better? The ones that are showing the people who are successful. Right. For every 10, 20, 100 people that are successful, there are probably thousands of people who did the exact same thing yeah. and failed miserably. Yeah. So... It's and also going to be as easy. Like some of these guys got lucky. Some of these guys had connections. Some of these guys put in crazy, crazy amount. Of, like that's the thing. Is like <laughs> even the guys that are that still got somewhat lucky, yeah. there's still hours and hours and hours of work behind that luck. So yeah. there's a lot of no's in front of that one yes. Hundred percent. And if you're See not that. prepared for that, bro, just just 
go to work. Yeah. Go to work and, you know, just be thankful for the job you have. 100%. Because I can, I can attest, like, yo, just doing this, I just do this on the side. I don't get paid for this. <laughs> I just do this because I enjoy it. And, like, shout out to y'all for listening to me talk. I never in a million years thought people would just listen to me fucking talk to people. Mm. And, like, that would be a thing. If I could get paid for this, this would be a wrap. Like, I would, <laughs> I would be like, that would blow my mind. For real, nice. for real. But I'm saying, if if you're not prepared, this this shit will swallow you. Because I'm doing this, and this is hours and hours of shit. Like, I'm editing. I'm like, before an episode drops, bro, I've listened to that shit like 15 times. <laughs> to the point where I don't want to listen to it again Fast. after it comes out. Mm. So, I'll be like, yeah, you listen to yourself? I'm like, no. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I've been here. And I don't, have, like, I don't have a video yet. Yeah, yeah. So, like, once that happens... That's gonna be a whole another beast in mm-hmm. itself, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm self taught, so yeah. all this shit. I'm YouTube University. Shout out to you because I was I was lost as fuck. <laughs> I'm like I don't know how to you don't I don't know how to like edit for voice or anything like that. But Word. you know, and still still progressing. But like like you said, man, it's it's very satisfying when when the doors that were saying no start to start to kind of creep open and start saying yes, and then that snowball effect of when you get that momentum, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of just like ball. Like at first you're shit, yeah, can't first you're shit. You can only make your strong hand layup, can't do no dribble moves, can't do nothing. Oh, and then one day you're like, you know what? I'm tired of being shit, so I'm just yeah. gonna keep working. And maybe I won't be LeBron, but I at least will be better. Facts. A yeah. better version of myself. And that's an, that's a that's another takeaway that I hope you guys like there's there's never gonna be another LeBron or another Michael or nope. another Kobe, rest in peace. Or you know, those people are or another Steph Curry. Like when people say when people say like Steph Curry like ruined the game of basketball, I understand it completely what they're saying. They're like because he his like strength is like a skill based thing, mm-hmm. people are like, oh yeah, I can I can do that. But like no, nope. he he's already a talented shoot. Like he's yeah. already talented, and then put insane work ethic behind that talent, Fast. which is what makes him a like godly level shooter. And I think the thing that people don't realize is like you you look at like a Jordan or LeBron and you see the final product. You see no, you see how they're biologically different. You see how they're biologically gifted, right? Of course, they put in way more work than everybody else, but they're also clearly a step above in certain things, yeah. right? Genetically gifted. With Curry, it's possible that there's that same thing is with him too. He might be biologically gifted in terms of being coordinated or being yeah. able to simply put a ball in the basket. You know what I mean? Right. But you can't see that, so you don't know it. I mean, there are hundreds of NBA players who probably put in near as much time as him. Look at his brother, even. Yeah. Right. Yo, his but, brother. But nobody, nobody's Curry. Yeah, no. Nah. So there has to be, you know, some other factors there. Crazy, crazy. While we're while we're on Curry, <laughs> I gotta tell this story because this is how I knew shit was different. So, and then we'll get back to we'll get back to yeah, that yeah, no worries. But, um, back when when his pops was playing here, mm. uh, Curry and his brother were both playing for this rep team called Toronto Five O, and we happened to be in a tournament downtown and they were playing at another gym. So we went, like me and my pops, we went to go watch and we came at like 
mid second quarter. Uh, I don't remember the score. I just remember bare people there. Curry's mom going off. Ah, ah, you know how she's really rah rah. <laughs> and then Dell's just there, cooling in the cut, just like this, like. And he's a raptor at the time. Yeah, he's yeah. a raptor at the time. So mm-hmm. he's posted up, just you know, just in the cut, folded arms, just watching. No emotion, no nothing. People are coming to him to get like shit signed. He'd like he would break his arm. He was like very gracious. He would sign, and. Luckily, it's before the era of, like, social media for real. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like people are asking for pictures or nothing like that. They're just like, yo, can you sign my shit? Da, da, da. So we can sign it. Bye-bye. Go back like this. Mm. The moment I knew, like, there was a different tier of of player, bro. I saw Curry come up the court, man. Probably two, three, four steps max mm. from half court. Pull, no hesitation. Mm. And that's not the crazy thing. The crazy thing is that his teammates started running back on defense. <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, what are they what what are they doing? Like, what if this <laughs> what if this like, yeah, like I'm like, first of all, this guy just pulled from God knows where. Mm. And it's also he's like, he's not this is not like an old Curry. This guy's like probably That's high like, school max. I was gonna ask you how old do you think he was. Uh, if I was, yeah, he's not. We're probably we're in the same like age bracket. So I think I was maybe. I think he's what 32, 33, somewhere around there. Now. Somewhere around there. Yeah, you know, so I'm twenty nine. Yeah. You're what thirty two. Yeah. So he was probably in high school. I was probably like twelve. So mm. he was like 16, 15, 16, 16. 17. Mm. So. Yeah, 17 year, maybe 17, maybe 17 max. Yeah. But either way, high school. Pulling from from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and just people are wa- like they're running back on defense. Crazy. And I was like, okay, he did it one time. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess that, that was it. That must be a heat check. Mm. This guy did it like three more times, bro. <laughs> in a row or just in the game? Just in the game. Mm-hmm. This guy did it three more times. I was like, yo, <laughs> what the what the fuck is this? I mean, I was like, yeah, he's going to the league for sure. Oh yeah. I'm like from there, I'm like, he's going to the league for sure. Mm. But yeah, man. Again, the the work. You can't skip the work. No. No matter how uh, naturally talented you are. Yeah, no matter, you're going to hit a wall. Yeah. Like, if Kevin Durant didn't work hard, he would just be a really good player instead of possibly the greatest score we've ever seen. Huh? For sure. You know what I'm saying? And sorry to keep going to ball, but this is just kind of our thing. <laughs> um, so, the to, to, to summarize, for the people that are trying to, you know, get this shit off the ground... The, what, what's the advice that you would give them? Number one advice for me, I would just be like, yo, just keep going yeah. and just really, really, really have a strong, firm belief in what you're doing and what your plan is and and trust in your vision, even though a lot of people are going to question it. And like the people that are going to question it are going to be people that are close to you. That's that's the harder part is part is like that's yeah. is like when when people close to you are like, ah, I don't know, man, you probably should do ah, ah, ah mm. or maybe. And it's not because they don't believe in you it's because, you know, they they want to make sure you stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they you want know, the best for you. They so want they the want best for you. So they your money. Yeah. Whatever. They don't want you to, to to screw your life away. And because it's not for them, 
they're they're thinking about your vision with their lens and that's not always going to be the thing that works um so just honest you gotta you gotta really really know what what it is you want out of this and mm-hmm. and kind of just push towards that every day and just get one percent better is is what i would tell people yep yep what about you chad uh, uh there's a few things a few things that come to mind shit um, tell them one of the first is like once once you have an idea of what you want to do, you have an idea of how to do it, you you know, done research, whatever, I would say just do it. Like just start. The biggest thing is or, or the biggest thing that holds people back, and not even just entrepreneurship or side hustles, whatever, but in life is like paralysis by analysis. Right. So you overthink, you you know, you have to think everything has to be perfect before you start, right? Or like you have to know everything before you start. You don't need to. No. Like when I started this, I wasn't selling right away, but I was still growing stuff. I was still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I use like friends and family members as like test customers so I could figure out the growth cycle and like when's the best time to plant, when's the best time to harvest, mm-hmm. figuring out all that kind of stuff. So the, like a, a big thing is just like, don't just keep over, doing it. Don't overanalyze, start and go like, uh, and, and uh, an analogy of that is, um, we go to a university, right? Right. You finish university and you're trying to get a job and so many people can't get a job right away because why? You don't have experience. Other people go to college for two years and then get an apprenticeship as like a plumber or electrician or whatever. And they're like in the job market like that. Right. Because ingrained into education was experience. Right. So the best way to learn pretty much everything is just yeah, do it. For sure. Simple as that. Just do it. For sure. You yeah. will... You will get better at the things that you do, yep. no matter what it is, good mm-hmm. or bad. So if you if you some you had to practice to binge watch Netflix. <laughs> I know it seems like stupid to say that, but like you literally had to practice that by doing it. Mm-hmm. So anything else in life, if you want to you want to be fit, you're going to have to practice working out. You want to eat like you want to be nutritious, you're going to have to practice good eating habits. Facts. You want to be good in business, you're going to have to practice whatever skill that you're trying or service that you're trying to provide. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, you're going to be shit. You're going to be bad. Oh. And that's okay. But it's not okay to stay bad. Yep. You just got to keep learning and keep getting a, like one, like I said, 1% better every time. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to see and measure the change you make over time because of the work you put in. And like, trust me and believe everyone knows when you haven't put the work in. Everyone knows. It's not just you, but you yourself know, but like everyone knows. (laughs) So don't cheat, don't cheat your, don't cheat your vision. Don't cheat, cheat yourself and, and just give your absolute best effort because that's what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Facts. Um, on that note, man, we 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 had a, we had a good conversation here today, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad you stopped by. You got you gave some gems to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, they can find they know where to find you. You know what? Give them give them your info again one more time, just just so it's fresh in their head. Yeah, for sure. So the website is TorontoMicrogreens.ca. Uh, the Instagram is T O the letters T O Microgreens. And you can get us by email at torontomicrogreens at outlook.ca or chad, C-H-A-D-D, at torontomicrogreens.ca. Perfect. And like I said, I'm going to make sure I put all of that info into the description. So 
It's easily copy and pasteable, so you guys can go find it, order from my boy. Uh, you guys won't regret it. It's definitely, definitely good product. I have sampled it enormously. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Chad for always hooking it up for me. Um, but yeah, that that's it today, man. Short, short, sweet to the point. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys got something from this. I hope, uh, I hope I see more people pop up with their with their business ideas and chasing their dreams and even just doing their their passions even if it's not like a monetary thing like honest that's another thing too like we don't have to always be chasing chasing the bag i know like getting to the bag is like the the thing facts and like it's important because you know the bag kind of controls our life mm-hmm. in terms of how we're able to maneuver but it's also important to enjoy what you're doing when you're chasing the bag so I hope you guys find that thing that, you know, gives you that happiness and gives you that thing where you're like, ah, oh, man, this is the right thing for me. And it doesn't the work doesn't feel worky. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, King Ramsey, a.k.a. Ty, signing off with my boy, Chad, yeah. reminding you there's always room to tech time. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time with another guest. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be yet, but we're trying to kind of keep this ball rolling and keep it special like this. Mm-hmm. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Share and subscribe to become part of the community. We'll see you next time. And remember, no matter how crazy life gets, there's always room to tech time.